So when I was about four, five, I grew up in a Christian household. My dad was a pastor, is still a pastor. And I remember Saturday mornings, I'd run up, well, not even Saturday mornings, it'd be throughout the week. I'd run up to my dad's room, which was across the corridor. I remember I'd open up the door and want to see my, my dad and my mom. And both of them would be alongside their bed doing this. Both hands in the air. Sometimes crying, sometimes like speaking from their soul, speaking from their spirit. And I remember from a young age being like, what? What's going on here? But something in me knew there was, there was something special because it didn't feel like normal mom and dad behavior. You know what I mean? As I began to grow up, I saw that countless, countless times them was sitting, or sorry, kneeling over and their hands in the air. I remember them speaking in tongues. I remember them worshiping sometimes. And sometimes my dad would actually invite me to, to sit next to him. Now that I look back, I'm like, dad, you're brilliant. Like what he was doing was essentially creating the capacity, the cavity in me to long for something that I couldn't taste. I couldn't touch. That was something far beyond what I can actually conjure up with myself. And then I remember as I grew older, you know, I saw this play out, you know, over and over and over again. I remember when there was a moment when about 14 through 16, I don't remember exactly what time. I'm pretty sure it was early on, 14. And I remember reading about Moses. He had done a world of things and he goes up to a mountain and basically asks God the most audacious question in that time period and says, who are you? What's, what's your essence? What are you actually about? And the beautiful thing is something happened in me because all of a sudden I connected my past with something. I feel like something that God had for me was just lying on the other side of that question. So I went to my room. I closed the door. And I remember looking out towards the city because we we're up on a hill. And I said, God, I want you to talk to me. I want you to say something. I want you to speak to me. I want you to move me. I want to know who you really are. So I remember saying this, and I remember time after time, I was like, maybe like, you know, say maybe like two, three hours of me just praying and trying to, trying to feel something. I'm like, God, if you can make like a star twinkle harder, something, like give me anything. So funny, you know, when you're young, you don't even don't even recognize it, but you're just, I was zealous for something that I couldn't feel by myself, something that was out here. So I remember finally after hours of waiting, you know, my standing went to sitting, went to kneeling, and finally I actually laid out and went to sleep. The funny thing is I woke up the next morning with a little bit of shame, a little bit of guilt, and a little bit of sadness. Because I said, God, I told myself I wouldn't fall asleep until I felt something, until I heard from you. And I remember, I, don't, I, I couldn't tell you how, exactly how it felt, but for some reason, something in my soul caught on fire that night. I, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't, like, maybe there's a couple Bible verses I can point to you, but honestly, all I can tell you was I woke up the next morning with the fire in my belly. 
Something that told me there's something that my soul craves. There's something that my spirit desires above all else. And it wasn't like, you know, tingly fingers I was waiting for. It wasn't for something crazy, a star, a star to twinkle harder. It was actually a person. It was the Holy Spirit. As I was sitting there watching this happen in 9 a.m. service, I actually felt the Holy Spirit tell me, hey, go up there and talk to them about your story with me. Go up to them, go up to them and talk to them about your friendship with me. And this is what this is. I can tell you story after story of going out on missions trips, being at home, praying with my family, praying in my church, sitting on the pews. I can tell you story after story where I don't know what happened. I don't know what it was about my disposition. I don't know what it was about my prayer. I don't know what it was about. Maybe I spoke in tongues the right. I don't know what it was, but he came. I understood from a young age that there is a capacity within my soul, young and old. There is a capacity for me. There is a cavern in my heart, in my soul, that needs a spirit of God. And I'm telling you right now, church, let from, the, from the front all the way to the back, we all have a cavity. We all have a cavern in our hearts that needs to be filled with the breath of heaven. It needs to be full. It needs to be filled. And as I remember going, growing up and, you know, you're praying your heart's prayers and sometimes you don't feel like, oh man, I gosh, I at least want to, I know God is more than the tingly fingers, right? But like, we're like expecting for a sign to happen. We're expecting, I remember trying to manage this appointment. I'm like, God, I want you to come. I want you to come. I want you to fill my soul. And I remember managing disappointment. And I remember the Lord telling me, you can't feel me right now. That's all right. At least this is what I felt in my soul. But can you remember? Can you remember the times where I did show up? And here's what began to happen, church. As I began to remember, as I began to, to think about the testimony of Jesus, the faith in my soul began to rise. And I'm like, God... It wasn't even about a feeling anymore. It's about the fact that he's touched me then. He touched me two days ago. And he's actually full. I'm actually satisfied and I'm actually full and fulfilled with the presence of the Almighty in my soul. He's burning in my bones. So church, I know there's people in here that maybe you, can't, you haven't heard from him in a bit. Maybe you need to hear the voice of God right now. And I'm telling you right now, if you can't feel him, church, can you remember? Can you remember? If you can maybe have muster up the faith to say, maybe look back and be like, God, I, I remember you did this. And begin to be thankful for that. God, I do remember you doing this. God, you provided for me then. God, you, you provided food for my family here. I remember, God, you touched me when I was in that back seat somewhere. God, you touched me when I was going to school. I remember. And then maybe as you remember the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy rises. The spirit of hope, the spirit of God begins to fill the caverns of your soul. I begin to understand that God is not someplace out there. It's actually here. This is his tabernacle. This is his home. Church, can we turn our attention on him? Can we turn our affection on him? I'm going to ask you to stand for a second. Can we turn our attention? 
Can we turn our affection? Can we open up? Maybe, maybe muster up the courage to see the open cavern in your chest. Or maybe most of you can feel like, God, I need you to fill my soul. I need you to fill my spirit. God, can you, can you maybe move in my heart? Can you maybe move in my soul? Please, Jesus, we need you to move. You are my sustenance. At the 9 a.m., I mentioned something I want to mention to you is, can we be his friend and lay out the table in our souls before him so he can take a seat in our house? Church, can you invite him home? 